Hello, nerds. Curtis here from the Nerds and Love podcast. Before our episode starts, I want to mention our sponsor today, Adam and Eve. They are the internet's best place for sexy toys and lingerie. Is that ever in dispute? Now, here's the thing. You know, we don't want you going to a creepy store. You go to the creepy store, you got to go in there. People are looking at you like, why is this guy in here? Why is this girl in here? It's kind of awkward, right? Don't get that with Adam and Eve. They ship the item right to your door. Uh, here's the other thing, too. It's super cheap because when you go to Adam and Eve and you get your sex swing or your lingerie or whatever you may want, here's the thing. After you spend $59, you get free shipping. After you spend $17, you get a free gift. That's pretty awesome. And then here's the thing. That first item you put in your cart, when you enter the doors to check out, you get 25% off that. That's incredible. That's awesome value. And it gets you things that you're going to use in your sexy times with whoever your significant other or fling of the week is. So remember, guys, go to adamandeve.com today. Check them out. Buy something cool. It gets sexy. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong. You're cute, too. But Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body, and I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth out. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies wait 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 don't leave don't leave please i could use your help take this quarter go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face good day to you madam have you been single for far too long are you out of touch with the dating game regardless of your plight we're here to help Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. Curtis, not Curtis. Uh, With me as always is Carlos. Hello. And Dave. Hey there. Uh, as always, guys, remember to email us your questions. Maybe you need some dating advice. Three and Green Nerves Podcast at gmail.com. Like our Nerds in love in the subject line, so we know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. You'd be surprised at, like, how many people, like, give these vague emails, and I'm like, I can't tell if you're talking about a DC EU film or your dating life. I'm so confused. So, yeah. Make sure you put Nerds in love in the subject line. Uh, first email this week is from Chad. Nerds, I've posted about it but before, but my face is extremely non-masculine and youthful looking. Uh, women really hate it and have made sure to tell me that. I okay. want to make it clear that it's not me uh, telling myself that I'm ugly. It has been unanimous uh, messaging from every woman I've met and most guys too. As such, I've considered scarring my face to at least add some level of masculinity. I hope it would perhaps distract from my well-rounded young skin and features. Now, I'm not asking if women are attracted to scars, but would they at least appreciate against my childish face? Face? Chad. Chad. Um, We're not going to advocate cutting your face. Yeah, it's... 
I don't know, Chad. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other ways to make yourself appear more masculine than to scar yourself on purpose. That's just that's a that's, huge no. Yeah, <laughs> that that seems a bit much. You know better, Chad. Chad, it's like, why would you do that? Why would you be like, my face looks so youthful and round and perfect. You know what? Let's just cut myself. It's like, nope, don't do it. Uh, also, as someone who has a scar, I I would say most people who have scars probably try to hide it. So I, I, most people would probably be like, okay, that's kind of weird. So yes, big fat no. Maybe, you know, adjust your style. You know, maybe you could wear a hat or something or, you know, maybe wear a different set of clothes or something. I mean, that'll help I'd say you probably the easier way to make your face look more masculine that doesn't involve hurting yourself would probably be like... Is it possible to grow any facial hair? I mean, I don't yeah. like it personally, but a lot of guys think that, you know, getting putting facial hair on increases their masculinity? Question mark. Yeah. I don't know. Something to try. Yeah, you know, that's something to try. Like, what a lot of people will recommend is grow out facial hair for like a month or so, and after that month, you're gonna know how that facial hair is generally gonna look like, and then you can make the decision on whether you like it or not. But who knows, maybe you can't grow facial, facial hair. I mean, some people just honestly, they, they try as hard as they might, they never can, so who knows. But that's actually a really good idea too. Yeah, Grow a mustache or a goatee. Any thoughts, Dave? This is absolutely absurd. Should not. I don't even know why he's considering this. Come on, Chad. No, I just... Ugh, Chad. No scars. You don't want to be like Harry Potter. Or Scarface, don't, he's obviously that's a lesson. Don't be Tony Montana. He's a lesson in what not to do. You don't want to be like Darth Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi, where Luke takes off his helmet and he's got all the scars, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you're not hating Christensen anymore. What's up with that? That's what happens when you lose the high ground. <sighs> all right, next it was Herbert. I just love that someone nowadays is called Herbert. Uh, nerds, it's been a few months, and me and this girl say hi and talk at work from time to time. Is it stupid to ask her out again, uh, to try again, I guess? She rejected me before and said we didn't really connect. Herbert. Um, I'm going to say if a girl rejected you, it's probably for valid reasons. So, should probably just not try that avenue again. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let it go, Herbert. Carlos? I mean, unless she's given you some sort of intense indication that she's changed her mind, it's probably not the best idea. There we go. Okay, next up is Lisa Nerds. I started chatting with this guy on Tinder since early March before he moved here to the town I live. Uh, we had arranged several times to meet up since April when he finally moved here. But both of our schedules uh, were regular. We changed plans and a few times before we actually met up a few weeks ago. Things seemed to go really well. Uh, that first date went from just a casual dinner to a long walk. And since we both didn't want to say goodbye, we grabbed dessert before we finally said goodbye. We don't text much, but when we do, we would hold on to the phone to text for like an hour long we met up nearly every week in the past few weeks and every time went like our first date none of us wanted to end the date early 
but things seem to change out of the blue. I'm starting to realize this is what always happens if we meet people online. He has become uh, much quieter recently. Text fell much shorter and doesn't initiate meetup anymore. I think I need to help understand or help under, understanding how things could flip this way. Going from fully enthusiastic to the complete silence and out of touch. He used to text me immediately after every date. I'm just confused now that he seems to be fading already. Lisa. There's no question. I, I, there is no direct question, but I think she's probably wondering, it's like, you know, why is this happening, basically? Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to say when we don't know exactly how the dates were going because we weren't there. I mean, you said they were going well, but yeah. then all of a sudden it sort of stopped. What I would probably say is that, again, like if you went on several dates and you were basically doing the same thing every time, it's also it's possible that, like, at least on his end, you know, he felt that, like, the... Uh, the passion wasn't really there or like you know he didn't feel like it was developing like or maybe he was interested in multiple people at the same time you know it's it's one of those things where several possibilities are there you don't really know yeah um, or he might just be busy i don't know <laughs> probably worth it to ask at least yeah i think you know you know him more than we do and also too you're the one that sort of has direct you know conversation with him you might want to just ask him because it sounds like you're just sort of maybe freaking out a little bit but who knows maybe he's just busy maybe he's got some stress going on in his life who knows but you might want to just talk to him about it that's normally how these things go you talk to someone about these things and you know they'll usually give you a response hopefully what do you think dave yeah that's obviously like don't don't come don't come to us asking why he's he's like changing you gotta ask him about it because you gotta go right to the source and if you texted he said he texted every week in the past few weeks uh, something obviously something happened maybe it has nothing to do with you yep yep you never know alright next email is from Mike I can take Mike's email alright nerds a week or so ago I was taking public transit and I saw this girl she had tattoos and was very artsy. We talked and got along, but before I could ask for her number, I had to get off. I now regret not getting her number. Is there anything I can do, or is this a lost cause? Mike. Well, if you don't even know who she is, where she's from, anything about her, she probably is just gone, unless you happen to see her again by chance. I think this is a good case for Craigslist Lost Connections. Yep. You know? That's the only, the only course of action. That or this is a bit extreme, but I mean, you could do this if you're really like crazy. Is that you know, you know, approximately what time she was on the bus? Maybe she takes that bus every day, you know? Maybe if you're There's on the, same, the bus, same, same, same time in the same day of the week, yeah. If it's like, part of her routine, it's it's possible, I guess. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, and you might be wasting a bunch of your time, but maybe if you're really into this girl, then you know. Maybe just get on the bus, see if she's on that bus again. You know, I don't know. It, it, it's a bit of a stretch, but yeah, I think that or Craigslist Lost Connections. Be like, hey, were you the artsy girl on this bus at this day and time? If so, call me. It can be a meet cute. There we go. 
Next email is from Nathan. Oh my gosh, I already hate this email. Nerds, <laughs> now I must preface my post with the following. I meet most of these girls on dating apps slash sites, i.e. Tinder, Bumble, OkCupid, POF. Now I don't know why, but literally 90% or more of the girls I talk to end up ghosting ghosts. Okay. We'll talk on the app slash site. I'll get their number. Then I'll text them, small talk for a bit, and then they ghost. Sometimes they ghost when I ask them to hang out. Other times they'll just ignore my first text. Uh, completely serious. It makes no sense. At this point, I'm just, I'll just add their name and number to my phone and text them one to two times a week, every week, saying we should hang out, but not even expecting a response, let alone to actually see them or send them dumb crap in an attempt to get their attention. Uh, one girl actually deleted my number mid-convo. I know this was because she ignored one of my texts, and then I texted a few days later, and she asked, who is this? Uh, when I called her out, she said she deletes texts and doesn't add people from Tinder to her phone unless they've been talking for a while. I was just thinking, uh, but if you delete their texts, how do you talk for a while? It's honestly just ridiculous, and I'm not kidding about the 90% ghost rate. I'm literally, uh, I, I'll literally get numbers, and they almost immediately ghost after I te text them. Why even give out your number? Shit, why even be on a dating app slash site? I won't even get started on the flaking. All I'll say is that for some reason, girls can't make and keep plans. Honestly, um, it's getting pretty depressing and making me super bitter, Nathan. Yeah, I I could tell. It's, you're, you're getting a little bummed <laughs> up about this, Nathan. I, I could tell. He seems upset. Yeah. And it's understandable. I mean, you're putting in an effort to make yourself available and chat with them. And it sounds just... like he's really not getting any effort back. No. Um, I don't know. It seems to be a widespread pattern with you. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Like, it's not that it's uncommon for other people. Yeah. It just seems to have hit you pretty hard. I'm not really sure why, though. I mean, it's it's possible in either like the what what he in his profiles or the way that he texts. But what could it possibly be? You guys think? I think part of it is, and I don't do this personally, but like some people follow the one text at a time rule, and there are some girls out there that if you text more than once in a row, they'll just be like no. So maybe you might want to just make sure that you're not texting too often. Because you, in your mind, you might think that it's fine, but, you know, it's always good to think about the other person's perspective. If they're getting, like, two or three texts from you, it's going to be like, oh, you've got three texts from uh, Nathan here. And they're just going to be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to deal with this. So you might want to maybe just keep your thoughts a little more condensed. And the reason I think you might be doing that is reading your email here you seem to definitely stretch your information out a bit you're you don't condense your thoughts as well as you probably could and i imagine that's probably probably something that you do in texting as well so you might want to maybe think about doing that i don't know what do you think dave i mean that's definitely part of it like like as we can tell like he even he said he's it's making him super bitter that could be coming through in the text that he's sending to these women as well and that's that's very possible um, that again, yeah. like a bunch of stuff that happened to you might be coming across in these texts, and you definitely want to make sure it's not happening. I also yeah. noticed that he said that he texts people like repeatedly, 
And yeah, now I'm thinking about it. That is a very possible Curtis that like it's throwing some people off. Yeah, because some people get really intimidated by it, and you know, it's always to each his own. But a lot of people do get kind of turned off by that. So keeping it really condensed and to the point is probably best. But uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's probably part of it. But you know, it's kind of you know, you also have to understand too that at a certain point too, it's just sometimes some girls are like that. So, you, you you know, you kind of touch on this, like, you know, it's it's just something that some people just tend to do. And, you know, you can reduce on, you know, triggers that might, you know, get them to kind of immediately jump to that. But you're not going to 100% not be ghosted ever in your life. I mean, I'm sure all of us here have even been ghosted at one point or another. So, it's not it's not something that's, you know, un, unavoidable or avoidable, sorry. it's It's something that can happen to everyone, so... Oh, okay, two emails left. Uh, next one. I can read one. You want to read one? Okay. Which yeah. one do you want to read? You want to read Bert's? Bert Nerdy? Sure. sure. Um, nerds, I'm at my wits end with online dating. Girls want to talk to me and then don't respond. I've canceled all my dating accounts. How can I date without all these apps slash sites? It must be possible. Bert. Looks like Bert sent us the very concise version of Nathan's email. Thank you for being concise, Bert. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, how do you date without online dating? Uh, you talk to people. Yeah. IRL. There must have been a way before apps were invented, I'm sure. Yeah. Otherwise, none of us would be here. Exactly. What did the human race do before online dating? Mm. Uh, you know, people went to gyms. You know, when you're working out, you'd be surprised at how many people, how many girls you'll meet at a gym. Like, I don't even know why. I don't know the logic on it, but just gyms and girls. Perfect. And you don't even have to be the most fit guy, but I think it's for a lot of girls. It's just seeing that a guy's at, at a gym. It's like, oh, this guy's on it. This guy's working on his life. It's sort of this implied like, oh, this guy's not just, you know, sitting around playing ps4 all weekend long or whatever like he's kind of on his life so gym might not be a bad place to start or driving your car really fast too that also works too it's got my attention what about you dave what do you recommend i think just is there still that thing that they do where it's like like speed dating where they do like they go around in circles and like give a minute to talk to people Try that out. It's like you go to like a, there's like a whole thing and there's people sitting at tables and you have to, you talk to one person for one minute and then you got to move to the next person and you just speed date and then you yeah, see like. I, yeah, they, they've had, they have events that do that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah try that out, Bert. <laughs> well, I mean, again, also, if they haven't done it before, then you don't know if it might work. So there you go. The funny thing is too, is like, if we're following movie logic on speed dating, you're going to go on a, a couple of really bad ones, but then you're going to meet one person who's like, the love of your life that's how speed dating is depicted in movies so i mean it must be true yeah you run into like natalie portman oh yeah you know i wouldn't mind going on a date with natalie portman isn't natalie portman married and then he finds her in speed dating anyway and we're like wait a minute i'll be like hey natalie can i park my ship in your portman <laughs> stop <laughs> Uh, <laughs> By the way, we haven't come up with a good episode title yet. I don't think it should be the Natalie Portman one. No. 
I said Bert and Ernie earlier. I feel like that's a pretty good one. We'll see. We got one more email left. Let's see if we can, you know, get a home run here and get a, a good episode title. Finally, emails from Cheryl. Nerds, I've been seeing this guy, Adam, and when I messaged him on OkCupid, I saw he was listed as wanting something non-monogamous, but he was cute, so I went along with it. On our first date, we ended up having unprotected sex. I'm now worried because it was stupid to do as we didn't discuss his history or anything, and since he's non-monogamous, it's safe to assume he sleeps around often. Should I ask him? Cheryl. Uh, yeah. Probably. What is it with people just making really bad decisions this week? Like, even more so than usual. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you should probably ask. Probably protect. And if you were wanted to go unprotected, you should have probably gotten tested prior. Yeah. I mean, that's... Like, there yeah. are various avenues to deal with this, and you didn't do any of them, so you're probably going to have to hop to it now. Yeah. I mean, you might want to, you know, have that discussion with him, and, you know... Yeah. I mean, it's... You know, yeah, we all live in the moment, but, you know, honestly, it takes only a few seconds to just be like, hey, let's talk about this and make sure we're being safe about it. And it doesn't have to hamper your mood. So to everyone else, including Cheryl, just don't. It's not worth it. It's it's better to take those few extra seconds and just make sure that you've crossed all your avenues and whatnot. So Should there be a spinoff podcast where we give out medical advice? I feel like that no. would be like the worst idea humanly possible. I think it could. I think it could go very well. It can be like the WebMD in Nerds body test MD. form. You know the funny yeah, thing is, go. is like whenever you read WebMD, it's always like, oh, you have a cough. It might be that you have the flu. It might be this or that, or it might be cancer. It's like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> that just escalated quickly. There is no in between. No, it's either you have the flu or you have cancer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ner Nerds MD. That should be the new podcast and should also be the episode title. Oh, there we go. Finally, we got a good one. I was a little worried there. We were going to like end the episode without one. Nerds MD. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode. As always, rate review us on iTunes. I did notice we got a few new ones, including one from a mom who said that she was very happy that her son was listening to this podcast. So you're welcome, mom. Uh, it'd be really awkward if you listen to this with your son because I feel like we, we cover a lot of like awkward topics so I, I hope you didn't like listen with your son that would be like a really awkward experience but thank you for your, both yours and his listenership uh, check us out on social media 3 Angry Nerds uh, we're just always just posting stuff we just have a lot of fun on there uh, check out the other podcast, Three Angry Nerds, all that other fun stuff. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.